Still on the phone with my lady. <laughs> oh no problem, no problem. I thought you fell asleep. I was like, no. Yeah, she, I was in too much, too much stuff going on. <laughs> my bad. No, you're good. I, I mean, thank you. No, no, but uh, no, I was, I was trying to, I was, I finished the show, and then I was freaking, I was getting like my little drink, and then I was like trying to put the the albums that just dropped in my my library. And then I had to log in to make sure my Call of Duty beta was on. It's uh, too much shit going on at one time. And then I was in the bathroom. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all yeah. good. One of the albums I was waiting for, I went, I went to make sure it came out. So I was, I checked it and I, I added it to my library. Which one's that? Uh, West Side Gun, and then you pray for me. It's the name of it. Okay, okay. And then yeah. you pray for me. Yeah. West Side Gun. All right. I didn't know that. Check that out. Yeah. Yes, been hyping it up. He did like a he did like a three part video vlog of building for the. The album. I haven't seen nobody do that in a while. So, well, like a freestyle, album. you mean? No, no, what no. Just a video, a video blog of him recording process. Him and him oh, and freaking really? another country. Just everything. Dude's like into art and wrestling and all type of shit. So, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, West Side dope. Gun. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I really like him. Yeah. yeah. Is he part so, of Griselda? Yeah, that's that's his shit. That's his shit. Okay, okay. That's Griselda. Well, I mean, okay. you know, him, Conway, and Benny the Butcher. But I like he's like Conway. Really but now they all three have their own like entities, and they all come together for Griselda. But right, but like right, right, Griselda right. is his. Like, yeah, yeah. I think him and him and Conway the Machine are brothers. Really, and Benny is their cousin. Okay, so they're all family. You know, man. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I, I knew they were all affiliated, didn't know their family. Yeah. All fan. Yeah. Um, that, uh, uh, so that Drake album, get into that. I listened to the things you sent me. Just anything I sent you? Probably not because you're busy, busy guy. Yeah. Cause you know what I was going to do? I was going to listen to the interview because I was like, I got an hour. I'm going to listen to the interview, but I was. Well, I could you show two on here that. and just get your reaction. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah down, you, do? you know what I mean? Like, if you're done, do that. Because uh, uh, we talked pretty much, and I listened to the Ebro interview, which I probably yeah. cut a little bit in here, which is funny because he's going to cut a little bit of Joe Budden. And I haven't seen Joe and Budden's coverage, but I know the um, the depths of beef they've had. You know? Mm-hmm. You know how Joe Budden and Drake are affiliated or not? No, you kind of put me on to it but okay. i just remember i just remember a long time ago the fans drake some of drake's fans like actually finding joe Budden's address and kind of running up on him on you know on his car oh is that what happened i saw that I video remember, yeah drake I remember fans. That. yeah so like it was like from what i started following it started with um uh when drake dropped that album called it was in 2015 it was called uh 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 was it? I know you were here. What the fuck was it called? Uh, nothing I, was the same. No, the one after that. 
If you're reading uh, this, it's too late. Too late. Yeah, that's the that's the one. That's the album. Around that time, it was a whole McMill shit. That album release had the McMill, had the ghostwriting controversy before it, mm. right before the album came out. Um, Joe Budden got started. His, that was around the time his podcast started getting really getting really big because I think that's what got made him big is was that he he was intentionally dissing Drake, mm. and he was recording albums at the time. Mm. Like he did three. Me and Washi did the research today. He, we were talking about it because I thought it was five, but he checked. He looked on his Apple Music, and there were three albums like Love Lost, Love Lost, Long Gone. Have you, you ever heard of those albums? He did three albums, mm. and each album. Are like Drake disses. They're all three. He well, he did three mm-hmm. albums to Drake. Drake never mm-hmm. responded. Drake that never responded. Like a, that sounds like obsession. Exactly. But he's a fan. He's a that's what showed you he's a fan because he would say things that were like, whoa, like what is he saying? You know, but he was saying that same shit that he was saying now. But he was mm-hmm. saying kind of against song, like you're not real, you're not this, that, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like you're not like like real rap means whatever. You know, it made him feel like you know how casted I feel. Because he would always talk about how he loved Joe Budden. Growing up, he would listen to him and this and that. He was a fan. Yeah. And so that's why it's like, um, I think it's such a hard thing for Drake to take now. Just like the Pusha mm-hmm. T thing. Right. He was a Pusha T fan. We all know that. He bought mm-hmm. some microphone that Pusha T used to have. Or, mm-hmm. or one of them used to have the, one of the Clips members. You know that he's a fan. So that's what I think it hurts him so much. But at the same time, it's like Joe Budden. Was trying to get a response from Drake, and Drake was being so petty, like I'm not going to respond to you. You're low. You're lower yeah. than me. That's what. Yeah, happened. I'm not going to give you that. I'm not going to give you that promotion. But at the same time, what he would do was he would like on his like you know in his Instagram or his Twitter, he would show videos of like him chilling at a. There's a video I remember recently came up where he um. Drake was at a, Drake was at a wedding, like it's very posh wedding, on a cliffside somewhere, someone's wedding, mm-hmm. and they're playing Pump It Up, Pump Pump mm-hmm. Pump It Up. And he's, he's he's like recording, and someone's recording Drake. That's the video you see. Drake is recording, going like, "See Joe, see Joe. This is this is this is what's going on right now with your music." Like he's just basically like he'll do shit like that, mm. but he won't address the situation personally, which is like mm. very Drake, very Drake. Yeah. So, anyways, um, they, that's what he you know. And anyway, we're talking about the the post that Drake wrote that was um, towards Joe Budden's review of this new album called oh, yeah. for the dogs and it was a uh, uh, very highly criticized album of drake's but joe budden made some comments and what happened drake responded with a like a text or what was it a twitter message what was that on uh i want to say maybe a twitter or maybe instagram right it was one Not of those sure. publications yeah. he ended up writing a whole like fucking essay it was a song bro that, that's what that guy mm-hmm. on ebro said he goes that could have been a song yeah. Yeah, which is fact. Yeah. That's, that's a long ass written statement. And and they they got on there low key, like you know they they all they rock with Drake, so it's kind of like I don't know who low key is. I, I saw him on this interview. He seemed like he wasn't that he's happy. Been around for he's been he's been around for because he's he's one he's one of those that's waiting for Drake to drop that like super hip hop. Gotcha. I think I'd be super hip hop. I think we're just all rap. I don't, at this point, I don't even think it's got to be super lyrical none of that it's just they just kind of want to all rap you know what i'm saying or not none what, of the singing and not none what, of that, what, you know from what i got from the interview i feel like he wanted more growth yeah like he, that too. He, he wanted yeah. more like like uh take a risk we'll do something different just and not, like, not as far as like music wise yeah. but rap wise 
Especially like you're sticking to the same formula. You know what I'm saying? He will. He's gonna have to. Hmm. Well, if he doesn't, if it sells and he makes money, he doesn't have to. No, I'm just saying is that he just doesn't have that life experience yet. You know, he's later on. He just had a kid, but like just like Joe Budden rebuttaled, the last thing Joe Budden said was, "Wait till your kids grow up. You'll understand." That's what he said. That's what the last thing that was ever said. That's what Joe Budden replied to that big ass, long ass fucking thing that Drake mm-hmm. he put. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when you have when your kids get older, you'll understand. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. And yeah, maybe not. But I feel like you will. Like everyone else, he will. It's just that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Like he's late. He had kids late. You know what I mean? Everyone had kids early. Everyone else had kids early. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Jay Z. I don't know how early he had kids, but my he whole thing is like, 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 like. You know what I mean? His he, like, his his first his first. I mean, his daughter are the same age. So in two thousand, he had his first kid in two thousand eleven. And he was, if I'm, if I was in 2011, if I'm 31, he was 41. Are you saying you're the same age as Jay-Z? No, no, he's 10 years older than me. Oh, what did you, what were you saying? I didn't understand. Jay-Z, his first kid was in 2011. Right. Yeah. And he's, he's 40, he's 42 at that age, at, in 2011. He's 42? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So he's, I think he's, he's 10 years older than me. So he's about to be 53. So but that's, that's late. That's late to be having kids, but right. he's, but he's, he, and if I'm 30 in 2011, if I'm 31, Beyonce's 31. Cause she's like 10 years younger than him. I think when, he, when did he get with Beyonce? How old was he when he got with Beyonce? A lot of people are saying it was like, she was like, you know, maybe 20. Oh, so okay. But they just kept it kind of like hearsay, she say, maybe then nobody was sure for a long time. But he was way older than that. Huh? He's way older than that. What's that? How old is Jay Z to Beyonce? Well, he's like he's like 10 or 12 years older than her. Oh, okay. Because she's my oh. age. She's my age. Going off on subject. <laughs> no, but I'm saying she's she's forty, she's forty three or like forty two. That might be like a year older than her. Yeah, no, I feel so, you, but I just I'm just more concerned about like with Jay Z comparing Jay Z's life experience to Drake's. Like Drake was young when he got that money. He was like nineteen, right? Mm. Yeah, he was like nineteen. He was he's young when he got that money, and so he's just been living it up this whole time. And I as a kid, so we'll see how that changes him. We just gotta have it. We just gotta give it time. But everyone's yeah. upset about this, which is according to that interview you sent me, Ebro, in the morning and fucking. But Ebro uh, made comment. Ebro made sense of it. He's like, he he why are you guys so upset? He's been doing what he's been doing, and he's right. At the end of his his comments, he said something like, "You know, you get mad when people switch it up. You do get mad, like when you get older. Like you know, they don't they didn't like the Kendrick album. Uh, I liked it. I, I didn't know people didn't like it." I guess they didn't. I liked it. But I didn't know the, the general consensus was that people didn't like that album. I didn't know that. Well, I think, mean, too, I, a lot of times I think it's about, like, your, um, like you say, your experiences. Because I remember when people were, like, 50, will you ever rap about more, you know, stuff that's closer to you, like your family, your kids? Because, like, I haven't got to that point. 
why I would do that, why I even feel like that's even what people would want from me. So 50 just raps about his past the whole time. Nobody, nobody tells him to switch it up. I think that people really are upset that he's making so much like like waves off of this. I think people are like and they're super so invested Pierce. in him. They want to hear, you know, they're like living, breathing what he does. So they want to hear something yeah, different or something else. Too. And honestly, like all the stuff that I'm seeing, it's not the girls <laughs> with mm-hmm. issues to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. That's a fact. To be honest, well, I haven't heard there's no There's one girl I know. There's one girl I know who doesn't like him. Yeah. Yeah, but I think if a, if a girl doesn't like him, they just straight out don't like him just because they're going against the grain. But for the most part, it's all the guys that got The guys that do have, whoever has a problem is like the guys. Well, like, let me show you some examples of what I thought. There was some, there was some good moments on that album, but there were a lot of things that I didn't really understand. Like the, the, the Bad Bunny song. There's parts where Drake is like, no one, I don't, I don't understand him. Like a lot of people don't understand him, and they're upset because he's like trying really hard, mm-hmm. but it's not working. I listen to that song in my car. I like, I love that. I like that song. Right, but what he's saying, he's just kind of going with the rhythm. But what he's saying makes care. no fucking sense. Right, and that's the point. Is yeah. that is that it doesn't matter what they're fucking saying. It's just about how they're saying it, which is, is yeah. a, a very. This, this song is a great example of that. Oh, no, it's my boy, my boy Benito needs a Benito, like <laughs> I like it, like like you and know then that bad, song. And then Bad Bunny's part is hard, and then yeah. out, Bad Bunny released an album tonight too. You know that, yeah, that's right. He's supposed to. You know remember yeah. that song by um, uh, two. It's called by Next. Remember Next? It was called Too Close. Yeah. You know that song? That song mm-hmm. is like another example of like how like he's talking about like rubbing himself on a girl on the dance floor. And the girl's literally telling him, like, bro, get off of me. Like, I'm not, this isn't cool. But he's but like, he you did it to help me. it, though. You like, did, you know, I can't help it. You did it to me. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> the whole song, if, if who, like, the, the you don't not listen to the words, you just listen to the groove. Yeah. You know, you're just and I didn't really pay attention to the words until we, right. I remember driving in the car and my niece started singing it. She was all of like maybe nine or 10. Right. And that's when we were like, holy shit. Right. And that's <laughs> what, what I'm saying. saying. Same thing. Same fucking thing is that like it doesn't matter what the fuck you're doing. Like Drake's just doing whatever. And it's like it's like people groove with it, but he's not saying shit. But that's that's to us on the outside looking in. What if he's mm-hmm. really putting thought into what he's saying and that's dope to him? No, We've he's been not, with it's it. not he's making up a new language because some of the words he's putting out is like not real. Like what? Okay, I'm gonna read you. Ready? Check it out. Like it doesn't make sense. Like there's no fucking reason for it to make sense. My G TT came VIP with Ribano. Baby, my wrist is from Casablanco. Me gusta su sonrisa angue miaga daño. I live like Sopranos, Italianos. I've been El Chico for cincuenta años. The fuck does that mean? Me gusta su cook. What has he been? What 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 he has been El Chico? What the fuck is that? Does it mean nothing? What, what, what does Chico mean? <laughs> no, He's like the mean, dude. Bro, it doesn't mean nothing. Yeah, you, 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 oh, okay, okay. Right so you're ta- that's how you take it as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, he made up a new word for you to, you know, I'm El Chico. Okay. No word. Me gusta word, su culazo perando de tajasta abajo. Me gusta este tamano. Very, very much. I like or something very much. Dude, dude, this is, this, it's like, 
I mean, I'm not the expert at Spanish, but the my GTT come VIP, like that shit does not he's make going, any sense. Like he's going, he's going back and forth. He's going back and forth. With he's making, language. so you're, but my GG, you know his TT, own language. TT is probably a friend and he, they got into VIP. So like, <laughs> you know, he's talking, bro. He's talking. You, you're not listening. <laughs> Drake is dropping bars on you. You're not listening. <laughs> oh my God. You made a good point. You made a good point. No, but I don't believe it. I don't In the room. But first person shooter, that's a good song. A really good song. First and person people try shooter. To say, people try to say that Jake Hole like watched Drake. But if you look at the song, no, it's not it's not a no. lyrical song like that. No. He understood, he understood what he does. He understood what they weren't what, listening what to Jake Hole does. They work together. They that's work, a song. And then, and then if you the listen words. to the end, if you listen to the end, Drake starts getting in his bag. Like, you know. Jacob, of course, has like his verse is crazy, like you know. But I think that's a I think that's a good song. I like that song. Um, there's some other songs that they were talking about that I really didn't listen to. I just I can't really get into the the sexy red chick, but everybody likes the song that she's on. But I'm just like, man, nothing. I just, I just haven't got there yet. Like you know what I'm saying. So, um, I like the I like the Bad Bunny song. Uh, him and Twenty One Savage, they just they work well together. Uh, what was the other song? Just, I like the BBL interlude. That's just yes. that's just dope. That's like a, yes. that's like a straight R and B song right there. It's a really good saying. song. Really, yeah, I like really song. good song. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, what would Pluto do? Is probably my favorite song. Well, I th- I think BBL is the song that everyone's mad about. Like that that's what they think of the album because like he says stuff in there also that's like really ridiculous. You know, like you got to feel it to know it's real and shit like that. <laughs> Hey, is he lying? <laughs> no, I just think it, I just think it's like like the corniest line, the corny the corny lines, you know. But Ebro said that's a bar. Cor- a, a lot of there's a lot of corny lines in that album. Like you saw the one where he says, um, well, "Ebro said that's a bar." Okay, he said for an R&B song, that's yeah, a, that's a hard line. And it's good. It's a great song. It's kind of what we're talking about. It's like it doesn't matter what he says or what he does. I like it. Yeah, somebody else on here? Oh, it's my phone. I turned it on accidentally. And I'm fucking I'm trying to fucking show you something. Because you you will uh, I'm gonna show you a clip of the corniest bars that were on that Drake album according to this guy. Would you be able to see that? Oh show me whatever, bro. Yeah, I'll show it to you and then we'll see how where it goes from there because uh, we find it first, but um, yeah. So basically, like, there's one bar where he talks about, uh, like, did you think any of the bars are corny? I think they're all bars. Mm, I don't think I. I feel like I've heard way worse, like as far as what I consider bars and not bars. But I just feel like he's just rapping good. He's just rapping good. It's not really nothing too intricate right. to me. Like you say, he's making—he's just making his songs. He's just trying to like make his his hits. Of course, it's not—it's not like it's not past past stuff, but it's it's what the ear is adapted to now. That's like what he's giving you when he wants to get into a, of some bars and whatever. That's when he does the eight a.m.s or the six p.m.s or whatever those are. Those are supposed to be his where he's giving you a, his lyrical side. And that's really cool that he does that yeah. because I lo- I look forward to those. 
or and I feel like that's what this is the people that like the people that like the lyrical side. I'm gonna give you that. I'm getting those are for you guys. That's strictly for you guys. Like you know, and people want like a whole album of stuff like that. Never gonna get that because he's got a the fan base. The biggest fan base is the ladies, so he got a you know to them, and then of course airplay. So he's got to you know make the the hits like type of thing. So, but um, lyrically, I think I mean everybody says you know the the APM in Charlotte or AM in Charlotte or whatever. But I think at the end of that song with J Cole, I felt like he was kind of. He was like in his bag. He was kind of going hard, right? Yeah, um, but yeah. But I, I really, I haven't listened to it enough times to dissect. You be like, oh, this song where he was there calling this song. Like, it's just a variety of your ears all over the place with that. Uh-huh. Like he says, it's not like you know. If I listen to like the Nas album, I'm getting bars all the way through it. I got to go through each song and see, like you know. But it's it's not like that. Like the lyrical critique, like we want to give. That won't happen until J. Cole drops his album because that's no we're getting that's the type of level, that's the type of vibe we're gonna get with that, with his album. I think Drake just gave you a, just another another Drake. I mean, just somebody had a good point. There was like people are gonna like like Loki said, like, will we be talking this much if Joe Budden didn't have that rant? Because that rant was viral. And everybody really started kind of getting into, well, let's let's dive into the album and see. But mm-hmm. he was so adamant about, and then let's wait like maybe three weeks from now when maybe another song starts getting crazy radio play, and then people will go back and be like, "Oh, you know, the Drake album is not really. Y'all should check this out." And then the the crowd starts to sway a little bit. You made a good point. You said how um, you know the girls aren't complaining; it's the guys. Yeah, and that's what it is. Joe Budden probably made it cool for guys to be like, "Nah, I don't like this. I want something better." You know, when realistically. Exactly. Just like Eroy said, if he had switched it up, if he had switched it up again, it would yeah. have been ridiculous. Yeah. And if he would have changed into this more mature album, it would have been ridiculous. Because Drake, yeah. I don't think has maybe it wouldn't, maybe it would, but instead of playing that risk, he just stayed doing the Drake thing, which is like, like you said, like what we should all expect every fucking time. Just he has a, he has a formula he follows. He doesn't yeah. really doesn't really step outside of that. Like yeah. I think. Uh, and plus, I when like, when he does his when he's like have like his own album, I feel like he just has to. Um, he doesn't have like that. To me, he doesn't have that pressure. Like you say, he can say and do whatever he wants. I feel when he kind of had to need to raise the bar is when he was in the the Young Money group because you have so many. You got it. You got it. You got Wayne. You got Tiger. When I feel he was kind of you know at his peaking as far as like lyrically wise and then mm-hmm. you got Nikki and then you have some of those other guys so you gotta when you're in a crew like that you gotta have really good verses or like you won't make the song because you got so many artists so I think his pen was like in a different mind state mm-hmm. now he's the he's the he's the solo act on you know he's the forefront man and then yeah. it's the recipe for success has been so successful I'm not changing this shit I'm not changing right. my lasagna recipe. Everybody keeps coming and getting my shit. It's true. You know? I might sprinkle a little of this on there, a little of this on there, but it's still the it's still the shit I cook up all the time. So right. You know, and I, I was thinking about that today. I was like, yo, if people really want that kind of album from him, they might as well just go through his album and take those those songs and collectively put them together. Put them, and you'll yeah, have, have you have that, you'll have that Drake 
lyrical album you want because I can name at least two or three songs off of each album that where he gets in like a bag and you can collectively put it together. You can put all the 8 a.m., 6 a.m.s, whatever, you know, all, you know, uh, some of the other ones he has. Right. And, but then my thing was with that Joe Budden, you know, those guys would talk about how just the albums have been coming out, have been made, and there's no creative. What do you guys listen to? You guys are listening to just what's the algorithm's giving you. So, right. But ultimately, one thing I do have a problem with him, very much so, is that he's such a fucking, like, I don't know what the word is. Uh, I don't know what the word is to call it, but you know when he 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 gets in situations like with Pusha T, and then he goes and does sneak disses, but never addresses the issue. Like he got he got washed by Pusha T. Everyone can tell you that, and he's still trying to like bite the snake or bite well, the really fucking does, really bite the bear. To, he is because but the first song the first song on the album Virginia Beach. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, he's a troll. He's trolling. He's trolling. But at the same time, though, he he doesn't really have to because anybody else in that situation with that song for Portia T, their career's over. His isn't. He took it. He took it. It's L. not about he took that. A, he took it, but he didn't lose. He, I get it. He's trolling, but I don't like it. It, 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 it doesn't. Sound, and then like like that guy said, and then he turn, turns around and he fucking uh, this is Rihanna. He this is ASAP Rocky, really, which is yeah. I he's gonna have to respond. That, he's gonna want to. He did. He just he disrespected ASAP Rocky. No, I'm saying he should, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that though, because them that type of guys that's kind of deep in the streets. Well, my whole thing is, is just what is he thinking? Like, he, why would he do that? He's not like that. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not like that. And yeah, then he goes back on the song and says, "You can't come to my city. I can go to your city. You can't go to my city." Like, why? I'm trying to go out there. But it's like, what is he doing? He's, a, he's, a, he's really in his head about this, I think. I didn't even listen to that hard. Who's, who can go to his city? What he said. On the same song? On that song? Yeah. That song I, haven't even, I haven't even listened to that song yet. The Fahrenheit song? No. I haven't even listened to that one. What? Yeah. Listen to it right now. I might I listen, your, I might I listen to it when reaction. I first started the album. I want to see your reaction I right now. I didn't pay attention so, to so it. So he's right. talking to Rihanna. Okay. Yeah. He's talking to Rihanna. You know why? Mm. He never says her name, but he ca- he, he calls her last album anti, anti, mm. anti. Mm. Remember those words. Let's do it right now. I want to see your reaction on camera, please. Okay. I don't think I can do it with my phone and be Bro, on Zoom. Come on, you got I don't have, a, to play I don't have a computer. No. I'll play. I'll play it for you. Ready? I'm play it for you. Okay. So, just remember that what I just told you. Her last album, 2016. Was called anti. Yeah. Anti. How do you call it? Anti. Hey, hey, look, why they make it sound like I'm still hung up on you? That could never be. Y'all can't run me. Better him than me. Better it's not me. I'm anti. I'm anti. Yeah, intersex was average with you. Yeah, I'm anti because I had it with you. Okay, I'm anti like your daddy's sister, anti like a family picture, and I had way better bitches than your TVH. Yeah, that man, he still with you, he can't leave you. Y'all go on vacation, I bet it's anti. Let me stop. 
No, fuck it, let me go. How can you keep it a buck if you ain't got no bucks? How can you keep it a hundred if you ain't got hundreds of rockers? You stacking them up. You niggas some pussy for real. You niggas some sissy for real. Virginia, I pull up and chill. You know you can't come where I stay. Before you get caught on a date. Before you get put on a plate. Before you get slid on the skates. Before I get turned on like bass. I know that look on their face. Don't tell me you're scared of Lil Drake. Don't tell me you're scared of Lil Aubrey. My niggas is crazy with law Don't even know how we escape. The chain on her neck is an eight, and she got a lot that she need, so she gotta drop to the knees. Then she can go shopping for free. I got up with a hop in the mall. That nigga was copping a plea. Out the country, I link with OZ. Spending money ain't foreign to me. Y'all don't do that shit more than me. Y'all don't do that shit more than me. He might take your own trips and he might have some hits, but baby, not more than me. He might be at the trap and order some ones, but ain't throwing more than me. That song sounds like that song sounds like uh like he was letting the memes and all that stuff get to his get in his head. Mm-hmm. You know the whole yeah. I just I just saw the thing where I didn't even know he tried to like tongue kiss her at the award show and all type of shit. Just kind of looked like a dweeb doing that shit, and you know all the he still hung up on her and all type of stuff. I feel like he just it sounds like a lot of this stuff. For some reason, all this shit's getting under, getting underneath his skin, and he's responded to it, even though it's late. Like you know, what I'm saying that sounds that sounds like what just the memes are going around. Like for some reason, he's paying more attention and bothering him. So he's he's you know he's talking about it, but it's kind of like um, it's kind of done and over with, bro. Like you know, but it's, it's bothering him. The Joe the Joe, Joe Button thing bothered bothered him. Like he's he's like a. Um, you're starting to see he's human, like you know what I'm saying? You 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 got, you know. Cause I know, I know, I know you, you take a you take a you take a you take a, a page out of like Hove's book, it, it you only respond when it like really matters. Right. You know, you know how many people you know how many people this Jay? And he's like well, did you, did you hear you said you can't up you can, here. You hear what you said about the city? I can't you can't stay in my city, I can stay in your yeah. city. Yeah. Like like that fool's just like and it's it's like he's saying things out loud he should be saying. Yeah. Well you live in a time now where, you know, six nine is still walking around and nobody believes it. Bill, it's like, dude, like what are you thinking? He's so he thinks that he could I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what he's thinking. But it's crazy though, because I was thinking about the uh you know, it does sound like he's like talking to about ASAP a little bit or something. It could he be definitely is. But I remember they had like, you know, that video together that they had where ASAP is just in the video as just one of his pals, like you know, what I'm saying it just it's just weird how these guys you're not sure Where? if they're what video is uh, it? It's a dope video because he they they end up 
they kidnap his girlfriend and him ASAP, the whole crew, they they strap up and they go get her back. And one of the guys on the crew is the one that did it. So they pop him. Oh, 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 it's an it's R and B song. It's like that, but it's different. I'm bringing you home tonight or taking you home or something like that. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. find your love. It's it's similar to that though. Yeah, but ASAP's oh, in that oh, video. Oh, oh, um, oh, um, oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. But um yeah. uh that was a long time ago. Yeah, but they've been on songs together too. No, but that's what happened was once this thing, once the, this is a petty shit I followed it. Once um, it was announced that Rihanna was having dude's baby, mm-hmm. uh, ASAP Rocky's baby, that's when Drake like, unfollowed her and him. Oh, well, like petty emotional. shit. Petty shit. Yeah, be, be and everyone saw that. It was, it was like first day news, you know, like next morning news. Guess mm-hmm. what happened that yesterday? So that's I don't, know why, like I don't even know why that would even matter, though. I think that's what he's feeding into. He's feeding mm-hmm. into that. But it's like, come on, dude, that's disrespectful. Because it's that Rocky can wash him too. I feel like it's that Rocky, if you want to, you can wash him too. Yeah, so as far as like, yeah, that'd be a good matchup. Right. Yeah. But is this a planned thing? Is this like a, this is like a, a media thing? Because if it is, it's fucked up. It could be. I mean, that's what that's what sells now, kind of. There's, there could Fake be beef. could have been a Fake it could have been a slight narrative and then he uh, he uh, he put the gasoline on it to make it bigger than what it was because now I gotta draw this attention because they out you know what I'm saying just like you know mentioning the, the Serena thing like all type of stuff you know what I'm saying the scissor thing and you know yeah yep. and but they got a song together though they played they played on that I feel like they yeah. they, they played on that yeah and now, and now you know you don't know what because now I'm looking at the whole thing with the Kiki Palmer and Usher. And then next thing you know, they got a video together. She's in the video. Like, I mean, who knows if it's just, to me, it's like, you know, you, um, I remember I said a line in the song. I said, for the right price, I can buy your destiny. Like, I can, you know, I can craft what I want it to be by setting up these scenarios and we just, we just make the outcome and then let the people kind of take it and run with it type of thing. But it's all, it's all orchestrated by us. Like, and I feel that's kind of like what kind of like scripted reality TV is to a certain point. Right. And who started that? Wrestling. I used to think wrestling was the realest shit at first when I was younger. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to defend it yeah. so hard. And it's a whole script laid out. Like, you know. They're all friends. You know, some of them are friends, but it's funny. Some it's funny friends, to see them there. So yeah, it's funny to see the ones that are friends, like how goofy yeah. they are. Exactly. When you think they're really mad at each other and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I used to love wrestling. That's why I watch every what Monday and Thursday night, Monday, Wednesday yeah. night. Yeah, when I used to get into the 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 what was it Saturday night Raw or something like that. Yeah, um, one of one of them used to come on the weekends. Come on at late at night though. Thought it was pretty cool. Like, yeah, there was one. Uh, you know, who Booker T is. Yep. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, I I kind of stopped watching it when him and The Rock kind of stopped wrestling. That's when mm. I kind of. But I was just, it just was a transition to where other things were going on. Like I just faded kind of when that happened. I never really got back into it. So that was, I remember that being. There was one where Stone Cold and Booker T go to, uh, they leave the premises and they, they leave the arena and they go to a grocery store and they fight in a grocery store. Uh, I think I've seen clips of that. You seen I've it? never seen it though. Bro, yeah. that was in my city growing up. Oh yeah. My mom used to take me there when I was a baby and buy groceries. That's crap. Mm. Like I know that store, bro. 
Yeah. Like when that happened that night, we we're all like, holy shit. We we're all That's fucking crazy. excited, dude. It was so fun. That's funny. Yeah, we we're all like proud and shit. And then he mentions it in uh hot ones. He does like a hot ones, you know, the, the oh, wing. Yeah, I, yeah, and he, he talks that. about it. He talks about that that fight mm-hmm. and how like crazy it was. So funny. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, I used to love wrestling too as well. You can watch them on um on uh Peacock, I think. Oh, you like the old the old yeah, matches? You can watch them all. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah, that was sick. I used to, yeah, I used to, I used to watch that. I remember back in the day, like we used to have, I used to have the the cable box, and I used to get the the pay per view for free, and I used to watch SummerSlam. My best friends come on. We used to watch all the the wrestling mania, the SummerSlams. This was like probably mid late eighties. What happened? Like you, yeah. you just had a glitch in your in your cable. In the in the box, yeah, it's the brown box with the knob, and like fifty six was the pay per view channel. So I didn't get anything, but for some reason I got the wrestling. So that was like my mom's friend hooked up the box or whatever. But I I would get the wrestling. The paper. Oh, was your friend? I'd be like, hey, bro, I gotta come over. Yeah, yeah, we're watching. <laughs> yeah, watching SummerSlam. That's yeah. hilarious. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Box. Hell yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, Drake is like is like wrestling. Yeah. Trick is like wrestling. I mean, is that what we're saying? No, he's not what we're saying. No, 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 not really. We're just talking about how this they could make this narrative, and we're just kind of we're biting into it, believing that it's super real. That's why that's why I kind of don't really buy into a lot of this stuff because I don't I don't know these people personally. I don't know Drake personally. I don't know Ace that person. I don't know Pusha personally. I don't know like right. If these guys see each other, there's beef. Because when I hear all these stories about some of these guys that had problems, that it seems like they have problems when they meet each other in like, uh, you know, spots, they're they're chilling, they're cool. Maybe just cool right. as for Bell, or maybe it's not as serious as, right. you know, it's made out to be. Now I've heard some situations where it is, and then you know, and then those situations you know that are serious, and and then you know people are kind of worried about what could happen. Like you know, other other parties get involved to to like common situations. You know, it's really serious when you get uh, Farrakhan involved. He's got involved. <laughs> he's got involved in a few. He's got involved in a few uh, disputes between rappers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or who's that guy they call now in hip hop? Who the fuck is that guy? They're always calling Ooh. this fucking guy. Kanye called him. Drake called him for the Drake Kanye beef. OJ Prince. Jay Prince. That's another yeah. guy. It's like they oh, they're always calling this guy. And yeah. then he came out and talked about. I, I saw an interview with him recently about how he had tried to stop the Biggie Pac beef. You seen that one? Uh, no. Like he was on a bus to like, like Las Vegas or some shit, and mm. he heard about the Biggie and Pac beef, and he told the, the bus driver to turn around. Like he ordered him to turn around because he had to go talk to Tupac in California mm. and tell him like personally, do not fucking put fire on this just relax let it be yeah don't put more fire on it. i think it was after hit him up came out like he came around mm-hmm. like you can't do that like he was trying to be like a father figure and like tell him to calm down. he said this happened i don't know if it did or not but he said it on an interview yeah. where he talked about, like here, i've never i've never heard him mention but he, i don't know i'll send it to you there's an interview where he talks about or yeah he turns around and talks to him personally and tells him like you know how, how he, he making a mistake and like especially like messing with like 
the wife factor. That was what made him like, nah, you can't do that. You cannot do that. Like you're putting a fucking target on your face. If you're going out, if you're, if you're insinuating that you fuck someone's wife, like that's, mm. that's, that's not good. You know, yeah. something like that. I don't know. But Jay Prince was, he, he had an interview about that. I didn't even, I don't even know who the fuck he is. To this day, I don't know who the fuck. Like, I know he's like, oh, yeah, he's a, son he's is like, like, a, like a, he's a producer. CEO of Rap-A-Lot Records. CEO of Rap-A-Lot, Rap-A-Lot that's Records. How, that's where it started at. But I'm pretty sure he has like all kind of ties in Houston, Texas. But I know him from being like Shit Knight and all them. Death Row, he was in Puff Daddy, Bad Boy. He was Rap-A-Lot, Jay Prince. Like, you know, and then, uh, you know, the Ghetto Boys is like one of the biggest groups off of Rap-A-Lot that kind of like. Oh really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. I did not know. Yeah. That. I know Ghetto Boys are. Yeah. Yeah, I think Scar. I think Scarface. They don't rap a lot. Of, you know, and then they had a lot of other artists off of rap a lot. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's like the it's like the you know how Cash Money is New Orleans. And, right. Right. And so it's um, Master P. So Master no P. Limit. Master P is um, or excuse me, Jay Prince is is like the Master P of uh, uh, Texas. Uh, uh, what's it called? What's his record label called? Money. Rap a lot. Rap a lot. Yeah. Rap a lot. Even even Biggie shall sat down the Flavor Year remix. Not from Houston, but I rap a lot. That's mm. how long they've been around. That's how long they've been around. They've been around since then. The Yellow Boys is probably one of the I mean one of the South Southern groups I know that was around the like chronic Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre might have been around the same time. I didn't know that. I never knew. I yeah. never heard of, I mean I've heard of yeah. rap a lot, but I didn't know yeah. that they're referencing a record company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because actually, I think Bushwood Bill's on the chronic. He talks. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I learned something right now. Damn. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people consider Scarface one of the one of the goats. Yeah. And he's been he's been around for a minute. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's he's yeah. a very great rapper. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. That's my guy. Man. I love Ghetto yeah. Boys too. I love Ghetto yeah. Boys. Like I was I was yeah. actually watching. Uh, have you ever seen uh, Office Space? Um, the movie, yeah, Office Space. Yeah, oh yeah, I seen I seen that clip where he's rapping to the. But that whole car. movie has like Ghetto Boys in it. It's not just one, two. Oh. Three, I think it's like three or four songs. Like they just oh, play. Shit, yeah. It's like it's like an homage to Ghetto Boys because like this one guy, yeah. one of the white guys, like really into rap, like hip hop. Yeah, and he's listening all he listens to every time you hear him hit this in hip hop is uh, Ghetto Boys. Ghetto and Boys. then there's like uh, you know he's on the way to work. He's rapping like word yeah. word to a song, and as a part later on when. Uh, they're walking in. It's dude, you gotta watch that movie. It's yeah, good. I've seen it, but just I like once. Oh, okay, okay. That yeah. movie is I mean, when it comes to like politics, like especially at work, yeah. it's funny yeah. to see it's funny to see it because it's like sometimes I have to turn it off because it's too real. Like I can't yeah. watch this right now. Like I just went through yeah. a fucked up day. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just too real the politics, you know? But yeah, yeah there's a part like where they're walking in all cool into the and like um um damn it feels good to be a gangster place and then uh oh, yeah, they, yeah, they, right, they do, yeah. they, do an, they do another one where uh they're they're uh, they're beating up a they all get laid off and they fucking they're beating up a fucking uh uh the printer that they hated it would always jam oh and yeah. another fucking i forget which one but another fucking get away songs playing like they play a lot of them in that song it's like no, a theme it's kind of like it's kind of like the soundtrack to the, yes. to the movie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah they so def- definitely yeah it's so good like if you hear the sound, if there, you know, it was the nineties, probably is a soundtrack. Like Richard Gitter voice all over that shit for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. all those songs are from that album. And the guy who wrote the movie and directed the movie is Mike Judge. You know who that guy is? Mm-hmm. He's the guy who like created Beavis and Butthead, uh, King oh, of the okay. Hill, 
okay. he did a lot of those movies. Like he he did a lot of those shows, and he he ended up doing movies. Um, oh, okay. a lot of crazy movies like um, Idiocracy is an Idiocracy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. My my the Mike Judge movie like it's like stupid like dumb it's like oh, a okay. dumb movie it's like stupid but it's funny yeah oh, that's funny right that's anyways nice. Ghetto Boys yeah I remember them I used to listen to them because that movie I that's how I found out about them that movie oh yeah my dad my dad used to like you know I was twelve eleven listening to Ghetto Boys your dad introduced you that's cool well they just they just listened to it. My uncle's awesome. like, you know, that was their that was their music. I don't think they were listening, really letting us listen to it. But I mean, that's you know, when we were coming up, there wasn't really kid type of music anyway. Right, 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 yeah. right. I remember I was like young, dude, young, and my cousins were like five years older than me, and mm-hmm. we were in my mom's van. They were giving them a ride. We we're all just in there. I was in the back. I was young, really young, and one of them put in an NWA tape. I'll never forget, and I don't remember what the fuck played. My mom ejected it and threw it out the window. (laughs) I was young, bro. I was young. So it was like, I just remember remember that happening. And I remember it being NWA for sure. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, nope, we're not doing that. That's the first time I ever heard the word NWA. I was young. Like like, like someone had told me, like NWA, you know? I never knew what it meant, but I just knew NWA. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I remember like yeah, I remember the first the first it might have been yeah it might have been NWA my uncle used to play all the time. Yeah, or maybe crazy. or maybe even or maybe even a too short like something with like vulgar language. Yeah. Oh yeah, the first the yeah, first yeah. vulgar language song I ever heard was Easy E. It was one of his solo albums. It was the one where uh, "Give Me That Nut," "Give Me That Nut," "Nut oh. Nut." You know that song? That <laughs> yeah. was the first. This guy, like next door neighbor, played. He was like two years older than me. He's like, we we're just chilling in his apartment. We we're just chilling. He's like, hey, check this out. He started playing it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this, bro? Like, I, I'll never forget. Like, he never. I, he must have told me, but I forgot. But I always had that like rhythm in my head. And I was like, if I ever hear that song again, I'm gonna figure out who it is. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. hear it for years. And then one day I heard it. I'm like, dude, who the fuck is this? Or whoever I'm from, where I was. But I fucking found it and I bought the CD and I fucking had that shit. And I was mm. like. It's just crazy, like how I had that that melody stayed in my head, like the dun, 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 you know, like mm-hmm. that whole fucking. Yeah, I don't know explain beat. it. The, the, the beat was just. Yeah. I knew if I heard that beat again, I would fucking know it was a song. I know who yeah. it was. It was so crazy. That was a crazy yeah. experience. Yeah, it's like the it's just I, I don't know our, like that music. It it, uh, it had substance, but then it just had like a it had a bop to it. Like you know, what I'm saying you just grew into some of the most like realest, rawest, you know. I watched the I watched like clips of the uh the hip hop awards that just happened. I just watched the clips on YouTube, the performances, and uh JD did when his set came on, it was like, dude, that was such a like the music just doesn't it doesn't bop like that and have that appeal because every his lineup from him when he shows how he make the he made the beat from a Michael Jackson sample for the crisscross jump, then jumps into Welcome to Atlanta with Ludacris and then the Brad and even even Bow Wow is just the music just and then everybody is getting up singing it word for word. Like they don't really do that with the music nowadays. It just captured a certain a certain energy. Like everybody's bopping, singing it word for word. Like, you know, I was just like, dude, that was like 
a good part of like the golden era right there. And that was like, you know, that's like Atlanta having a chokehold. Then of course Lil John comes out, the whole crunk era. But it's just the music just hit different. It had a little bit of everything. But just always everything had that balance though. Like yeah. You're not a yet. You're not yeah. head to everything. Like yeah. especially when it hit that peak where I don't care if it was east, west, it all had a it all had a bounce to it. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Can I play a song for you that I just heard? That huh. bro, I, I haven't heard the song in fucking years. And I heard it the other day and I now I can't stop playing it. Oh yeah. It's a Timbaland, Timbaland B. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he did the cipher. He had a team, and then Swiss Beats had a team, and they played some of their best beats and let the the people rap over them. It was pretty. It was pretty dope. Really, I want to say Timbaland. I say it was a tie, honestly. But Timbaland, it was cool though because he had like three female MCs, and then Bun B, of course, killed it. Speaking of OG, but then freaking mm-hmm. Swiss Beats, he brought out Cassidy, which Cassidy's like a freestyle king. And that was pretty cool. Who? Cassidy. He brought Cassidy. Yeah. Cassidy was like, you know, he was part of Rough Riders back mm-hmm. in the early days. Dude. I'm going to play this for you. See if you can hear it right here. Fuck it. Girl, I know you well. Oh, I see it's a free song. It ain't hard you to tell. Don't leave me now. I never even heard this I said, I'm going to have to put that on my uh, hip-hop R&B playlist. There's a oh. song that's similar to that. Uh, I never knew who sung the song because they only played it at the beginning of the Kings of Comedy movie. But then I found a song. It's a Monifa song featuring, like, not El DeBarge, but one of, like, his cousins or something. It's a super song. It's a super sick song. But just uh, even the R&B back then, the beats were, like, they were similar to that. Yeah. They just were, like, sick yeah. beats. It was all about the beats. The beats was sick. Or, like, the one... Um... Just Timbaland in general, like like anything he did was like to me it was like just mind mind blowing. Like you knew it yeah, was him. even my favorite, even my my one of my favorite RB songs of all time is Cheers to You. I think he did that beat. Who that sings that? Uh it's it's Timbaland's group player. That's uh, the name of the group. Yeah. I remember that group. Yeah, because he had the that was the whole his whole thing was Missy, Timbaland, Aaliyah. Player and I forgot about player. The, the, yeah. I, the, I bought a was, single from like the three, one of three people. Group. I got what you want. I got what you need. Remember yeah. that song? Yeah, yeah. And what then that, the guy Static Major was like a producer too, and then he he passed away. I have that single. I got what you want. Yeah. I got what you, and Tim, uh, Missy Elliott comes on. Yeah. Me and Timbaland is like Puff with no me without Timbaland is like Puff with no mace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. She's so funny. <laughs> 
Yeah, Missy dope. Yeah, she's yeah. Dope. yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm gonna have to add that song. I remember. I think that was like his his kind of like solo. His kind of like his chronic album. Oh yeah, that Timbal- yeah. That Timbaland. Um, yeah, I never even heard lobster, it. I lobster and scrimp. That's my song. That's on there. Uh, that's what's on. Yeah. It's on that album. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, and also uh, that one. I, don't know why the- I thought it was on the one with him and Magoo. No, for some it, no Magoo's on there. That one. Um, uh, here we go. A break your hand with yeah. Missy Megan. But they, they do the Spider-Man theme. Yeah, but they got an album. They got an album together, though. Oh, do they? Timberland Magoo. Yeah, that was that was before. That the might be it. Album. That might be it because um, I mean, Tim, Magoo's all on that shit. I don't know. Maybe yeah. not. But if that's if that album's live from the basement, the other album was Timberland and Magoo. They're both on the cover. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, then, so it might, then, no. it might be a different okay. album. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but I'm sure that was my, that was my shit. I loved, I loved like Jay's. He just to me that's when he just kind of started. Saying like you know none of you guys are fucking with me. <laughs> it's a good yeah. song. That's a really good song. That's a song yeah. that's um I always used to look for. And that's why I bought that album. That's why I bought that album because yeah. to get that song because yeah. it was like and I that didn't song know. wasn't on any. It wasn't on nowhere else. It wasn't on his albums. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. That's why I bought that album. But then there was a lot of like like that song. That song I just played you. I swear to God, summer ninety seven, summer ninety eight. That song was just on the radio all fucking day. That's how I knew that's that song. Crazy. You know what? Because like out out here, like we get music last if we get oh, it at all. Oh, it might be a so thing, like, huh? Yeah. So like we that's I play, fucking crazy, bro. I would only hear that song if it was somebody played it that had the CD or something, but as or saw the video or something. But it was on the video. Yeah, it was on the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I noticed that makes I noticed the difference in music when I went to LA. They were playing songs that we never even had down here. I heard the I heard the back and forth the Aaliyah song probably six months before we even got it down here. It was on nine two three point the beat. They're playing all type of shit that I was like, we don't get none of this shit down here. Cause we didn't have a hip hop radio station like that. She was alive when they played it. Yeah, it was like so it was like her debut like song type of thing. I feel like I feel like we didn't get it until or I didn't hear it until after she passed. Back and forth? Yeah. Uh no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm, th- I'm thinking Rock the Boat. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. No, 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 can you understand like the, the titles like I, how i got confused back and forth oh, yeah, rock, yeah. The boat. rock the boat yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's so funny uh, yeah back and, back and forth yeah i remember hearing it on the radio station back and forth uh a mod uh back in the day they were playing all type of crazy shots like dang do we we don't got none of that shit down here it was like yeah you guys get music last or sometimes you don't even get it at all until until like you know the days where the line wire and all that stuff where you can just get music from all over and then it's kind of flood but when it was just coming out it didn't even sometimes it didn't even make it this far and it's like we we rocking a different shit out here there's this show on on youtube it's called um uh, i don't know the name of it it's a show on youtube it's done by vice it's mm. called the story of mm. you heard of that story that, that show they do actual like stories like a 30-minute documentary on songs how great they were behind the scenes for example uh shaggy's it wasn't me i mean they do a whole write-up they would do a whole interview with everybody that was involved in that song they wrote the song 
they collaborated, you know, I forget the guy's name who's on the song, the main mm-hmm. lyricist, you know, but it was Shaggy's album, Shaggy did the chorus and they mm-hmm. wrote the song themselves. They put it out, they put on the demo, they put it out. The record label said that that, uh, that song was the worst song on the album, basically. Mm-hmm. Had no life. The what they, were, what they were talking about wasn't going to be relatable to anybody. So mm-hmm. they shelved it. And what happened was they took it off of the album but it was still coming out, right? His album was coming out and they started touring for the album before, like two weeks before the album came out or like a month before the album came out, they started touring all around the world, Shaggy and, and his people. And what happened was as they were touring, the first single that came out, they were seeing as they were playing it, the people were relating, they, they, they weren't rocking too good. Mm-hmm. So like, fuck, this album's gonna be a flop because no one gives a fuck about the first single, right? But what happened was, this was this documentary is about, uh, a DJ in Hawaii called up Interscope, wherever the fuck they were signed to, said, hey, you know, everyone's, all the DJs around the world are getting pre-promo discs of Shaggy's new album. I would like one. I didn't get one. And they're mm-hmm. like, fuck you, basically. They said, Is, Interscope said, no, we're not sending you nothing too bad, you know? And so he fucking goes on Napster. This is 1999. He goes on Napster. Mm-hmm. 1998, 1999. He goes on Napster. He legally downloads the album somebody from the record label put the whole raw fucking album with it wasn't me and a bunch of other stuff that was supposed to be on there on the fucking napster and this guy downloads napster and plays it like if it's the demo disc he got from from interscope or this you know this disc turns out he plays it and he's playing it over and this is one song he hears it's it wasn't me this song's really catchy i like it he plays it on the radio just thinking it's part of the album that's coming out whatever throw away yeah he cannot stop getting phone calls on his fucking phone people are calling what's that song called what's that song what's that song this is back when people call radio stations mm-hmm. he's like bro and he's like freaking out going what the fuck dude like you will love this fucking song that much it went viral that was before viral that song mm-hmm. went viral the record company had to put it on the album mm-hmm. because how popular it was and the album that's wasn't funny. out yet but they had and that's what the, they talk about and then like the engineer who talks about it he goes if you listen to the song, it's not mastered. It's like, mm-hmm. I never got to master it. I didn't get that far. They just threw it out. They had to push it out that quick. Mm-hmm. It's such a crazy fucking story, dude. How like the fans, the people made, obviously it tells you that record companies don't know what the fuck. They don't know what the fuck people like, yeah. obviously. Or you, just, or you just never know. You never know. Because you know, artists be like, oh, you know. But how can someone be yeah. in charge of that? How can someone be in charge of that <laughs> department? We know this isn't going to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. How crazy! But that? sometimes, sometimes like they they hit a home run and they feel like oh they know, but you know it's it's a luck of the draw, right? You know it's a it's a good uh, story. Remember, There's so many of those like stories. His wife, his wife hated freaking um, sexual uh, eruption or whatever it's called. He's like, my wife hated this song, but that's like one of his biggest songs. You know what I'm saying? It's just you just you never know. Mm-hmm. Just some shit takes off, like yeah. Yeah, that's like I was watching an interview with Drink Chance with Memphis Bleak, and he was like, "Yo, they wanted me to put out this, this my name is or Myth Bleak is," and he was like, "Nobody knows me. I can't be just this braggadocious with a song." But he's like, "Now nah, we putting this shit out," and he was like, and he said he was he was gonna release something else, and it just wasn't catching traction. But for some reason, that fucking Myth Bleak is, and he said nobody knew who I was, but I was just coming out like everybody did, and actually like was taking off. That's one of my favorite songs too. Like, but I already knew who he was. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, but he was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that that shit just started taking off, like, you know, type of thing. 
and just you just you just never know what's gonna fucking hit, you know. And mm-hmm. I feel like nowadays it's not really well, I say it's like half and half, but I feel like if the the there's still there's still the powers that control what we what gets pushed and they'll they'll if they really want it out there, they'll push it until we like it. You know what I'm saying? Or we just right. don't want to hear it no more, like type of thing. But like that, like when the people spoke, the people spoke. You know what? You know what? Like I remember um I remember the bad boy anthem by Shine, like was everybody was going crazy over that shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like like it was kind of like a shift and like it was some like really gutter type of music. I heard other rappers that was like, what are you listening to right now? He's like, I'm listening, to, I'm listening to Shine, the bad boy anthem, like, you know what I'm saying? And then I feel once he kind of like went away or whatever happened, the person that came close to that, that just went out the water was 50. It was like a gutter, grimy, here's the bad guy. And like people like, like they like, they gravitate to that shit. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. that's always called 50, the last, the last, the last great bad guy. You know what mm. of the of that era and you know that shit that shit was crazy yeah i remember finding that uh, uh that cd at music trader the guy had a one box behind the counter he just broke one out and sold it to me and i went to air i went to a warehouse i went to tower records i went to sam Vitti. everybody was sold out of that fucking cd Wow. And I just happened to just see Misery Trader. I had never been in there before. I just, I got off at the next stop at the bus, walked back down there. And I was just looking. I was like, dang, dude, I was trying to find that Get Rich or Die Trying. He's like, bro, I just, I got one box in like an hour ago. It was like that? Yeah. And he had it behind the counter. Like he was only going to probably either take them and sell them or just distribute them out like selectively. But he he gave me one. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he sold me one. I was, was, was excited. Find it nowhere. Nope. And I was the type of person like I used to get out of school early. I had a, like a I had a work pass. You had to get out of school like an hour early. And I just sometimes I would just hit up all the the uh, record stores in the area. We had a warehouse by San Diego State. I think down further was like a Sam Goody or something like that. And then the music treasure was uh, where this place called Blenders is. And I would hit all of them. I usually just go to warehouse and just spend all my time in there because I could find anything in there. But when that shit came out that week, couldn't find that shit nowhere. Really? I was like, I had never seen nothing like that. It was crazy. That's wild, dude. Right? Everybody was selling out. And, you know, right when they got them, they, was, they were selling out of them. I remember um, um, one of my buddies, it was like the week it came out. Uh, I just got my license and I was driving around and I pick him up. I was just so happy to drive. On the weekends we go, I go pick him up. He was across town, across town in Bakersfield, which was far for me back then. And I'd go over there and one day I picked him up. I used to work with this guy. And he's like, bro, I was playing basketball. You never guess what happened. I'm like, what? Someone fucking left. He left it. They left the CD like like by the, by the court, like, the, like by their stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just grabbed it. I mean, I don't know yeah. what the fuck really happened. Maybe he stole from somebody. That's what he told me. And yeah. we, I had my mom's Cadillac. It was a Cadillac DeVille. It was like an old woman car. Yeah. Uh, and I was driving that shit. We were bumping that shit. Like, I was like the first time I ever, I, I knew he was coming out. And I heard, you know, you know, all those fucking, it was like mini men. Uh, it was like four, he had four singles out. I feel like at one time he had, um, no, no, it was, um, I think I, think it I heard was, um, the first song I ever heard was like was, How to um, Rob. 
that was a that was way before the album. I never heard that song till later. But it was the um um what was the, what was the song he was calling out Ja Rule. Uh, you say you were Wangsta. That one, that one, that was the song. That's, a, that's probably one of the that first songs. That was the song. Yeah, it was Wangsta. Yeah. Wangsta, and then um uh, uh go 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 show. Uh, yeah, those two songs were like the only songs out that I we ever heard at that time, like commercially. Yeah. Like I didn't hear how to ride. I didn't hear any of that underground shit. I just that's the first two songs I heard of him because of the radio, yeah. and and it was just on. Like that was my the year I graduated. Like that was like they played that shit like over and over again at my prom because mm-hmm. everyone was getting hyped up. Like yeah, like that was a song that year. Yeah, I remember that. But that's how I first heard it. My friend fucking found it from the found it. I don't know how he found it from the yeah, basketball court. Found it. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. That's just that's the easier way to instead of being like oh, I take it from somebody like oh shit. probably did that yeah but that's just yeah. fucking crazy dude how like we didn't even I never even thought about buying it we just we had it we had it oh yeah you yeah no no nah, nah. I, I bought it I used to be it because Tuesdays were the music release days and the music's that everything would be on sale so I always went Tuesday I would probably buy maybe three or four either CDs or whatever because Tuesdays is like the sale day so. I was expecting to go there and get it instead of instead of it being like sixteen ninety nine, it would be like eleven ninety nine on Tuesdays. So, but didn't have it. Damn. So, yeah, I remember going to. Yeah, I remember. I remember certain albums. I went like the day they came out, like Life After Death, uh, Outcast. We're like, talking. I, know, I knew those release dates. Uh, At Aliens. Uh, what release date yeah. was that? Uh. What was that? Was that in ninety? Was that ninety eight? Or was it Quimini ninety eight? It might have been a Quimini actually, because ninety eight put to me ninety eight is the best album release year ever. Why? Because uh, I remember I think I was at the I think I was at the record store probably every month that year because everything that was coming out was undeniable. Dmx released two albums in one year. The Fuji's released the score. Jay Z released Hard Knock Life. Uh, Outcast released ninety eight. Ninety eight was was a score. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, no. 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 Ninety eight. No. Not not the score. Ninety eight was the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Mm. Yeah. But then DMX okay. released His Dark as Hell and It's Hot, and then he released Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood at the end of the year. Man, and Jay Z released Hard Knock Life. It was it was crazy. Yeah, it was like I think Buster release is just like when you see all the albums that released that year, you're like, oh, this might be like the greatest release year in hip hop. Like, oh yeah, remember when Buster dropped, dude. That that yeah. year, that's crazy. You remember that year? That was the year I got into like music videos. I remember all that yeah. shit. That yeah. was like Puffy Mace. That was like 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 I like um yeah. They I think, were, they I think were going no, way, no way out was no way out came out maybe that year. I think I'm not sure. No way out came out ninety seven. I know that for sure. Oh, 97, uh, yeah. Mace came out in 98, 97 as well. Yeah. And 98 was, um, uh, I think it was um, uh, Puff Daddy did a, a, the Godzilla soundtrack. I never heard that. Never heard that? That was a good one because Rage is on that show. I heard the song. I heard the songs, but I, I never like got the soundtrack. Oh, okay, okay. Never heard any other songs of the song. Yeah, but he was the only one that was like hip hoppy. Like, and he had a a group that he was funding at the time called uh, Fuzz Bubble. They're on there. It's a pretty good song. But like a mm-hmm. rock band, and they did mm-hmm. uh them and Dave Grohl, Rob Zombie, 
they all did a remix of I'll tell about the Benjamins, the rock remix. Mm-hmm. Remember that one? Yeah. Remember the, remember the rock remix? Oh no, no, not the rock remix. Yeah, it's I liked it. It, it was really cool at the time. Yeah. I yeah, know somebody did a did a, a rock re, a, a remix, a alternative remix to one of Mesa's songs too. Which one? Um maybe it's probably so it. good. I probably know it. No, it was um how many people going to ride for you? Hey, nah, it, wasn't that. It, was, it was a it was a pop song. Oh, okay. It was an alternative. It wasn't a rock. It wasn't a rock remix. It was an alternative remix. So it was. It still was kind of poppy, but it was cool because when you listen, you're like, "Oh, this is Mesa's song," and they just took it in, just did it. Oh, yeah, send me that. Version. I love that shit. Yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, I had to find it. Yeah, it was Mesa's song, word yeah. for word. They just did it. They just did an alternative version of it. Didn't change Ooh, anything. Yeah. I like that. I love <laughs> that. Yeah, that's that's what makes it better. They do uh, a yeah. this, this this group called. Uh, Dynamite Hack, they do a remake of uh, Boys in the Hood, which I think is really mm. good because they do Boys in the Hood, but they also do the Beatles at the same time. Mm. You understand? Yeah. You heard that song Blackbird by the Beatles? Mm. So they mash up Blackbird and like Boys in the Hood together, which is, it works. That's crazy, yeah. But they do it themselves, like a rock band. Like they don't oh, okay. sample nothing. They do it themselves. Oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like this. Uh, I forgot that I gotta find it. It's this DJ or production company. I don't know what they do, but they do mashups. But they do three different artists. So they did a they did a group. It was Kanye, Jay Z, and Adele, and they mashed up their songs together. So the Chasing Pavements with uh, I Never Change. It's one of the greatest songs I've ever heard in my really? life. Really? Yeah. So yeah. you like mashups Super too? Sick. I love mashups, bro. But it just did just guilty work. pleasure. I, when I heard those guilty three, pleasure. And plus when Adele came out, I was I was instantly. No, I a feel fan. you. I feel you on yeah. that. I, I love. And they don't change anything. Bro. They just they just I think there's right. a little bit of the beat changes, and they just keep the lyrics, but they just put it together where it sounds like they recorded it. That's pretty dope. Um, there's a um, a thing so they're talking about mashups called uh, you know who, who Radiohead is. There's one thing called Jadiohead, where they put Jay Z over oh. Radiohead. Have you heard that? Oh no, no. Do you even yeah. listen to Radiohead? Do you have any, any of them on your playlists? Uh, probably like on the rock one. I probably have a song. You're radio. Okay, so you yeah, you, you I just heard like of their songs? Yeah, because there's some songs, bro, on that album that dude. There's one that he also did with um, uh, who's the guy who's part of uh, who's the DJ? I used to know the DJ who was part of uh, uh, Niles Berkeley. Uh, Danger, Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. Oh, Danger Mouse and, Danger, and Danger Mouse. CeeLo, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Danger Mouse. Yeah, so he did a thing with um, with Jay Z where he did, he took he took he had Jay Z rap over, over Beatles songs. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool too. But the JDO head one, that shit was fucking. Oh my god, dude! Like, Good there's shit. some songs in there. Like, like you say, like, like uh, that. It's it's great. Really great. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I feel like he has a, I don't know, I feel like you can do that with so many songs. I mean, that's why the freaking him and Linkin Park work so good. That's pretty dope. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. But I feel but like actually, the same actually, thing. They actually, they actually performed that, though. They actually yes. recorded together. Yes. Yes. So that was like a mashup album, actual right. album. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which was interesting. Very, um. yeah. That was a freaking, con- I, think, I think he wanted to just kind of do a little bit of everything. He's like, I can't do rock, but I can merge my songs with rock songs and I have a rock album. 
I can't do R&B. You know, we ain't gonna talk about the two R. Kelly albums, but he has an R&B album collab, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, and then he has a, he pretty much has a, a, a they're like, oh, you know, you have a crew album. Like uh, Memphis Bleak was talking about how he has the most Jay-Z features because it's, it's, you know, they he's known Jay-Z since he was, since Does he didn't remember. In yeah. fact? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. And then it was like, oh, you know, why you and Jay never did an album together? He's like, we did. The Dynasty album is the album together. I'm on every song with him. Is except he? for Except for um, I Just Want to Love You. because That was the single. But otherwise than that, it's either them three, him and Jay, or him and Beanie Siegel. The Dynasty album is it's a Jay-Z album, but it's pretty much a collective album. But yeah, Bleak has the most features. Yeah. Bleak, really? has, songs where Jay, Bleak has songs where Jay-Z just does the hook. He doesn't even rap. But yeah, and then there people were asking them like you know they because they grew up there from the same place they know each other's family like they're thinking that he's like this with them he's like dude Jay's like my uncle like our relationship is not you know what I'm saying I see him every now and then he, you know he might check up on me but he moves at a different you know different pace he said I'm still I'm still hood with it though but that's just you know who says that like, Memphis Bleak yeah yeah and he's forty five. Doesn't look it though. It looks like he's thirty-two. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, he does have the most features though. Because Nori Nori tallied it up. <laughs> Nori was like, "You got the most features," but he's on his record label, so of course he has the most features. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't I didn't know that. So Rockwell yeah. Familia has all of Memphis Big on it. Yeah, because it's a it's a it's a crew it's a crew album. It's a, it's a crew album, so right. There's only right, one. Right. Jay Z only has one song by himself on there, and that's the single by Pharrell. I just want to love you. I just want to love you is from the Dynasty album. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's the single. But otherwise, than that all those songs, it's like all them together. And then that's the that's the that's the album where they introduced Freeway as a new Rockefeller member. Was that where he was introduced? I remember that yeah, album, one eight, album came out. One eight hundred hustler freeway killed that shit. Like that that verse that verse alone is like, yo, first things first. Watch what you say out your mouth when you're talking on the phone to customers. That shit is that shit is. Sick. I remember that. I remember that. That's it. Because they're they're because they're like Benny Siegel is on the phone and he's like the people are calling in and whatever issue they got, he'll like log them into who they need to speak to. And then, you know, the one guy is talking about, you know, he's kind of pretty much dry cinching himself. He's like, yo, shut up. And then he was like, he's like, free, pick up line three. And it's a, it's a cool way they do the song. Mm-hmm. And, then, you know, and then, he, and then Freeway comes on. And then the music changes. And he's like, he's like, you put me on hold with this stupid ass elevator music. And then Freeway comes in. Fucking, that shit is sick. Oh, Jays okay, versus okay. Sick, Memphis Bleed versus Sick. Like, it's, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. I remember going, I remember going to the record store to get that fucking album. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I remember, dude, I was I was all about my collection, especially my CDs. I had the photo album, had everything in fucking alphabetical order. Everybody who had albums, I had all their albums on like, you know, two or three pages. Yeah. Kind of wish I would have kept all, would have kept my like CD collection just to have it. Feel like that'd just be, that would have been something like super cool. Right. Just to, just to have, yeah. Just to have a physical, physical copy of something nowadays. I feel like people, when they have physical stuff, they just have some type of 
value and meaning. It's kind of why I want to get into collecting uh, vinyls. Vinyls. Yeah. 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 yeah that's that's yeah. the new. And they're saying that uh, CDs are are decaying already. Like they're not lasting. Like I CDs, they, they 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 found CDs unopened. Like from the eighties that are just decaying. They're just they're just turning into dust. They're just like rotting. Uh, for no reason. Plastic yeah. does not hold. It's I found um, I got CDs in my car, but they still I can still pop them in though. Right. But but sleep, vinyl so. vinyl stands, it's ground. Yeah. I mean you can only play vinyl one thing, which is the record player. Get a really nice record player. I have uh, I have Bob Marley's legend and I have Jay Z's blueprint on vinyl. I found I found that at freaking uh Fashion Outfitters, <laughs> the blueprint album. Just they have a little record section, just digging through them, and that shit was in the back. I was like, oh, $26.99, taking this. Pipe should have kept it closed. Nah, man, you're good. You're good. Yeah. yeah. You are good. You'd be surprised, man. People buy shit. When it comes to vinyl, that's another thing, too. As long but as I gotta it's in good, good condition. I gotta get a record player, though, because the record player like doesn't play well. It's like skips on a certain song. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm still fucking with crime because crime pays us. Out hustling, same clothes for days. I never, I never change. change. I never change. I'm too stuck in my ways. Who you know like hoes? I'm still fucking with crime because crime pays us. Out hustling, same clothes for days. I never change. I'm too stuck in my ways. Um, am I going to do some problem? No. I might get a mask. I might get a mask or something, but I'm probably just gonna. Uh, just be a chaperone for my daughter. Well, like for work? Yeah, because I mean, I work that day and I'm just going to, after work, when they go trigger treat, I'm just going to chaperone them. But I mean, at work, are you going to dress up? Oh, no, no. I'll be back in the, I'll be back in the deli. I ain't going to. Bro, if you're like Jason, that'd be the best with the smock. Right. Oh, right. All you need is the I'm mask. Using, I'm using stock. I'm usually stocking most of the day, so. I'm just saying, like, if when you walk on the floor, just wear the mask. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Nah, that's a deal. That'd be funny though, if like, because with right. the smock, dude, you look like a fucking, like a butcher. Right, that'd be sick. Okay, it's Urban Noise remake. Urban Noise remixes. Like you would only yeah play it. You would only need to wear the smock, bro. Like, like wear it out. Like that's yeah. like your costume. The smock. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I don't know. I feel like they would if it's if they feel like it's too. I don't know too much. They might not want you to. I don't know. Something could be too scary. I don't know. It's like that big thing we had in the in the store. That one lady that went viral when she was freaking trying to put the spiritual hymns on that big. Uh, Oh you yeah, know, uh, Angel of Death thing. Yeah, remember, I saw yeah. that. It's, it's, it's like a massive remark, isn't it?
Skimmer, rock representer, oh, some of the winner, oh, Ted over live, uh, 24 7, 365. One CD of 360 pies. What's up to Ian Kirk? Welcome home to Taj. The no amount of money ruin this thing of ours. Uh, we run streets like drunks run street lights. We colliding with life as we speak. Uh, we need deep and coke. We keep deep in ice. We flood streets with dope. We keep weed the smoke. We all fish. Better teach your folk. Give him money to eat. The next week he's broke. Cause when you sleep, he's reaching for your throat. Word on the street, you reap what you sow. Not out of fear, but love, love for the game. Rock family first, we never change, man. I'm still fucking with crime, cause crime pays. Out hustling, same clothes for days. I never change, I never change, I'm too stuck in my ways. I never change. I'm still fucking with crime, cause crime pays. Out hustling, same clothes for days. Come on, I never change, I'm too stuck in my ways. I never What's change. What's up to my Miami and St. Thomas connects? Yeah, I never like, mention your name, I promise like respect. Like that, Death before dishonor, correct? Yup, that's what you promised me. Since the Bomber League, along with. If we stay strong, What's up? we can get paper longer than Pippin's I said that's the first time I ever heard like a matchup. And I was like, I love the Gale. I was like, oh, this is dope. But I know it's from the blueprint now. Where my dog's at. Where my soldiers at war. What song is this? Huh? Never changed from the blueprint now. Had to fall back. Knocked the nigga off his feet, but I crawled back. Had A1 credit, got more crack. From the first to the fifth, gave it all back. If... I'm not a hustler, what you call that? This is before rap, this is all fact. I never change. I'm still fucking with crime, cause crime pays. Out hustling, same clothes for days. I never change, I'm too stuck in my ways. I never change. I'm still fucking with crime, cause crime pays. I never change. Out hustling, same clothes for days. Come on. I never change, I'm too stuck in my ways. I never change. The streets robbed me, wasn't educated probably. Well, fuck y'all, needed money for Atari. Was so young, my big sis still playing with Barbie. Love it. Young brother, big city, eight million stories. Old heads taught me, youngin', walk softly, carry a big clip. Gotta get niggas off me, keep coke and coffee, keep money smelling moffy. Chains is cooler cop, but more important is lawyer fees. That's how it is now, that's how it always be. I never change, this is always me. From the womb to the tomb, from now to my doom. Drink army from one cup, pass it around the room. That's the ritual. Big Rand, I ain't forget you, fool. And all that bullshit you trying to get through. This is crew love. Move music or move drugs. Rival crews, get your black suits up. I never change. I'm still fucking with crime, cause crime pays. Come on. Out hustling, same clothes for days. I never change. I never change, I'm too stuck in my ways. I never change. Still fucking with crime, cause crime pays. Out hustling, same clothes for days. Come on, I never change, I'm too stuck in my ways. I never change every day. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, man.
these matchups are wild. Yeah, right? Great, very yeah. creative, though. I don't understand them. Like, Some of these yeah, people, man, they, they have really good fucking skills to like put them together. Yeah. Tempos and all that bullshit. Yeah, give them credit to like DJs when they do that shit live and get the people going. You know, that was when I went to a wedding with my with my with my lady. Uh, uh, somebody, it's like one of their friends from a nail shop, and the DJ had this. He had he had a, he had sets, but he got to this one set where he had like it was like the old school soul shit that like my parents and them grew up on. But he had it was mixed with house beats and that shit. Like he had everybody, he had all ages in there fucking jamming to that shit. And that was like, I think that was like his best set of the night. And then, of course, you know, then he lost the crowd when he started playing all the gangster shit. <laughs> he started playing Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. All the old people sat down. <laughs> it was getting late, though. It was, a lot of, it was like a lot of younger people were like still left. But like when he played that set, though, with the old school soul with the house set with the house beats in the back, that was like, I was, I wish I would have kind of like, yo, is this a, like a playlist? Where can I find this at? But he just he killed it. That was like a cool. That was a cool mashup that he that he was doing that night. I like that was dope. Damn, because yeah, we were sitting we were sitting with an old couple, and then they got up and they started dancing, and like you know because they couldn't even they couldn't even deny it. It's just something about those two when they he did it right. It it, just, it went together really good. And I was like that was. Oh dope. man, I wish that felt good for that yeah. DJ. Yeah, yeah, right. That was it was dope, and that's yeah. Like I said, that's like a hard thing to do when you're doing it on the spot to because you got a crowd, you know. The crowd can make you or break you if nobody's feeling that shit. Everybody's just sitting there like, what the fuck is he playing today? Till you play something that's everybody knows. You know, you play cha-cha slide or some shit or, you know, but to do that, then like, uh, I'm pretty sure he's must have did it before and he, he, he worked because, yeah, it was, it was like, it was nice. That was good. I was like that. I was like, damn. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's so good. My mom just gave me, she came by. I think I told you. She gave me some like Rick James uh vinyl. And I, yeah. I and it's a fucked up shit, man. Like the vinyl, like like some of the shit that he says on it, it's funny. Oh yeah, yeah. It could be, yeah. That's crazy. Like Rick James, Rick James up until now with the Griselda was the most success, the most famous person from Buffalo. Really? In Buffalo, New York. But the, all the guys from Griselda are from Buffalo, New York. Damn. Yeah. But uh, but it's cool. Westside Gun, he fucking he puts on for Rick James. He was like, "Yeah, dude, from fucking Buffalo, like we fucking you know we hold celebrations for that dude." I was like, "That's dope." And now you know, well now they just got a they got a slew of like those guys from Buffalo. Like you know, what I'm saying it's it's crazy when people from New York to explain the Buffalo area. It's like weird. It's almost like it's New York, but then it's not. But it's but it is. It's crazy. It's like they they just they own entity up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's pretty dope so the fact that they're mm-hmm. like kind of they're doing it right now is like kudos to them like everybody, right. everybody gets their time eventually yeah 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 you're right yeah, eventually they will yeah yeah especially if they keep at it these guys are good i'm excited i'm excited next week i finally i get to go to the sea of Wu-Tang and nas where at uh, las vegas at the mgf oh cool what day yeah uh, Saturday, actually, my my official anniversary at at work is the twenty first, and now that's it's a Saturday. And that's I'll be there, even Damn. though they celebrated it. They celebrated it last month, but it's actually next Saturday. But I bought the tickets in like March when they when they expanded their uh, tour. 
Nice, man. And then me and my nice. lady, me and my lady, that's like our. We was like, oh, she's like Wu Tang. She's already seen him like twice, I think. It's like, oh, Wu Tang is gonna be in Vegas, and I was like, ah, I think we had, I think I had a little bit of change that door from the bonus. I was like, oh, get two tickets now. Damn. Yeah, and then I remember uh, Bashi and uh, Justin. They went when they came to when they came down here to Petco, and I think it was them and Busta Rhymes. Damn. And I was like, I was like, damn, I never seen them. There's a few, there's a few artists I want to see. Justin Hopefully and Majors? I can. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I'll be able to get to see uh, another one of my greats, Nas and uh the Wu. Somebody was like, I don't even know any songs from the from the Wu Tang clan. I was like, What? Who said that? Well, you gotta know uh it's one just one girl. She was like, I don't because she I mean she probably don't even listen to them. She's so young, but she knows like young. No, no, she's in her mid thirties. But if she doesn't know Wu Tang, she at least knows right. Method Man, who's a part of Wu Tang. But she probably didn't know that. But I'm, she was like, I'm pretty sure you you heard Method Man song. She's like, oh yeah. yeah. I was trying to explain to someone young recently uh, who uh, Odor De Bastard was, and that was my, oh. my first thing was like Wu Tang Clan. Like, nah. I was like, well, and then one of the things that got them was it was the Shimmy Shimmy Ya Shimmy Ya. They knew that mm. song. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was a song. I was like, yeah, that's older than back. Because I even played that. I even told them about like the hey dirty, maybe I got your money, don't you worry. Yeah. And they didn't know that one. And I was like, okay, interesting. But you know, it's one of those things where you gotta you gotta have tolerance now. You know, even though it's like yeah. it's, for us, it's like normal, but mm. you gotta have tolerance for these kids because they don't know. They just don't know. Yeah. Some of them are researching, but I mean they're doing it on their own. But there should be like a, like kind of a just straight oh education channel for like you know, because uh, you know I'm starting to hear a lot and lot of more songs where they're just sampling the shit that was was our generation shit, right? You know what I'm saying? And they're not even really sampling it; they're just doing a song over again. <laughs> one thing that happened recently is uh there's this new Nicki Minaj, one of the latest Nicki Minaj songs. She's she's sampling that Rick James. Oh, Super Freak? Right. You know that song? You know that song. Someone, I heard someone. Yeah, listen, a, lot, I said, a lot of people have sampled that. But I'm talking about, right, listen, this is my point. Someone had told me that, that works with us, said, oh, man, that new Nicki Minaj song is so good. You know, they sample that that MC Hammer song. And I'm going. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I yeah. get it. But that's not the original. Because they only go back so far. Right to them, to them, that's oh, that MC Hammer. Someone needs to teach them, man. Someone needs to teach them. It's us. There's there's your your old school. There's an old school before your old school. Yeah, Mr. Hill, we have to teach these the youth. Gotta let them know. Gotta let let them know. know. Yeah, that's Rick James. Right, that's where it came from. Not yeah, MC Hammer. MC Hammer took from Rick James. Yeah. A lot of those, a lot of those late '80s and early '90s big hits were sampled, you know. But what made them so good is that they took these like soul funk samples and then they dirty rap over them. So I think that's why it hit so much harder. So now you're just taking something that was sampled and wrapped over, and now you're just rapping it over again. So you're kind of diluting the sample. It's not as it's not as creative as it was when, you know, the whole whatever dr dre sampling fucking you know what he sampled 
parliament and shit like that. I, I can show you yeah. examples. It goes deep. Yeah. It goes deep. Yeah. Because like, all the, all the old school, the meaning. The, there was no, there was no rap when they all those songs. They're not rap. Like when I first, when I first, when I just found out that the what my name is was a sample. It's a fucking. It's like a ten minute song. The guy's singing, and then the other half of the song, Jay Z sampled the other part of the song. It's two samples, two samples in one track. This guy did. Like and it's from I don't know, nineteen seventy eight or something like that, and and it is the same. The don't know, don't know. My name is that same pattern. Eminem just raps over it, which now it takes it to a whole nother level because there's when those guys are making those songs, there is no hip hop from seventy seven or seventy eight back to the sixties. There's no nobody's rapping, so that's I think that's why the samples they just are so good. From Juicy to the the only sample that I feel like was like pretty big that was wrapped over was the uh, Pub Daddy and Mace, just because it was kind of like, you know, Which can't one? nobody hold me down, can't oh. nobody hold me down, because that beat is just hard. Even Ice Cube sample that beat, that beat is fucking hard. Yeah, the Ice Cube did the Check Yourself. Oh. I think, and that's a perfect example of what we're talking about: how someone reused a sample. Yeah. But of course, it's two different Ice Cube's West Coast. But, but, but that was a huge a song. Thing. Yeah, huge for both song. for both people. Yeah, for both artists. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's just a, that's a fucking sample, hard a huge song that someone else yeah. did it from someone else. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because people were talking about how like the Corey LeRae girl and Busta Rhymes just did the pre the Jay Z and Foxy Brown eight no. They didn't really change anything. They kind of just did the same thing they did. So that song kind of came and went. You know, saying it should have been probably bigger. But did you, you guys did the same thing that Jay Z and Foxy Brown did? So it's kind of like you know, you gotta if you're gonna sample something, you gotta be creative. That's why I like my favorite sample of the last probably six years is uh, this chick named Nicole Bus, and she takes the Cream sample, but she sings over it. Now, I played that shit for, for Derek, and he's a big Wu fan. And he was like, yo, this is the, probably one of the best new samples I've heard in a long time. And, like, it's cool because I, like, messaged, I messaged her on Instagram, and she, like, responds to, you know, her fans and shit like that. And she, that song is fucking dope. And then she does a remix with Ghostface on it. And there's another remix with Rick Ross on it and stuff like that. But um, And it's cool because I just saw her, like, on a concert or something, and she actually got to meet the whole Wu-Tang Clan and then I guess they they did a song like in the studio and shit like that but her song really? that song that song you that song is it's a dope ass song bro just cause and her voice is her voice is uh, um, I say her voice is kind of like she hits this tone where you can like there's pain in her voice and, and but just the way she floats on that shit I like the version with no rappers on it honestly it's fucking, it's, it's sick, bro. It's a, it's one of the best. And then this is the way the beat hits. And the way she mixes it up, she sampled it right. If you're going to do a sample, yeah, that's how you do it. Nice, dude. That's fucking how you do it. Yeah, Hell that's how yeah. you do it. Yeah, that's how you do it. My my lady, she loves that song. Damn. Yeah, she loves that song. That song is dope. I'm going to send it to you. It's called You. It's dope. Yeah, send it to me. Yeah, and she's from, she's not even from, she's not even from America. forgot where she's from. Cause I downloaded her first album and she's whatever lunch. I want to say she's speaking Dutch. I'm not sure what she's speaking, but she's, yeah, she's not even from the States. It's crazy. But it just goes to show how much influence like hip hop has on people 
around the world. Because you can right. tell she's a big Wu fan. Yeah. Yeah, even even fucking SZA, her name is from the Wu-Tang Clan. Jizza Rizza, that's she got her influence of her name from the Wu-Tang Clan. Did she? Yeah. That's I why her know. name is spelled like that. Yeah. That's why her name is spelled like that. Oh, wow. That's fucking dope. Yeah. That's so that's that's pretty sick. That's why I don't. Cool. Get high, baby. My culture. We'll have to get out of here. Yeah. It's getting late. Get up and take the kid, the kid to school. But I'm yeah. also. Thank you so, so much. I got for, family, uh, reunion, family reunion this weekend. So we'll see how that goes. What are you doing? Uh, I have a family reunion this weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of do them have every fun. other year. But yeah, we'll see. Have yeah, fun. Be safe. Yeah. What do you work? You work uh um I work actually I work a Saturday, but you're not there Saturday. Oh, you work Sunday? I work Monday next oh. after Saturday. Oh nice, nice. I'll see you Monday then, my man. I'll see you Monday. Yes, sir. Listen to that Drake album this. again. Catch, catch let's catch them bars, dude. Which one? Oh, uh, the Drake? Let's, let's say Drake, Drake album again. Catch the okay. bars. Yeah, I'll let's, I'll let's do it. Thanks for the review. I'll just fuck it, I'll just, just fuck it with you. <laughs> All right, man. All right, bro. Have a good night. Thanks for tuning in.